And some tough audio coming your way. Uh, It's not something that's easy to hear, but uh, I think it's important that we do hear it. And this hour, we're going to be focusing a lot on uh, law enforcement and the types of situations they have to get themselves into to serve and protect. And uh, one instance that happened earlier this month, taking the life of an officer out of Champaign, Chris Oberheim, and injuring another officer, Jeffrey Creel. Police have released body cam footage of an incident uh, that happened on the 19th of May. It's the WMAY Morning News Feed. I'm Greg Bishop, and we're going to be joined in moments by State Senator Chapin Rose, but I did want to share the audio with you of that moment where uh, police encounter suspect Darian Lafayette. What's up, man? Champagne Police, how are you? Mm-hmm. Keep your hands so I can see him. It's not easy audio to listen to, uh, that's for sure. Multiple other shots fired, and again, uh, Officer Chris Oberheim losing his life uh, in that incident. Uh, Joining us right now is a state senator from that area, uh, Chapin Rose, joining us on the WMAY Morning News Feed. Senator, thanks for taking time with us. Uh, It's tough audio to hear, uh, there's no question about it, uh, and I want to get your reaction to just the entire incident there. Greg, uh, thanks for having me. I actually had to put the phone down because... Jeff Creel, uh, the other officer, is one of my best friends, so I couldn't listen. And I haven't listened to it yet. But um, I uh, thank God every day that there are people like Chris Oberheim and Jeff Creel um, that protect the rest of us. And after going to the, Chris, uh, the funeral for Chris Oberheim um, this week, which was, uh, quite frankly, and this is a horrible thing to say about a funeral, but it was one of the most amazing um experiences I've ever witnessed and um, you know you had cops from literally all over the country that came to Decatur, Illinois to to support um, their fallen. You had 20 minutes of of police cars leading the the casket back to the to, to final uh, burial in, in Monticello. You have what was an amazing community in, in, in Monticello coming together to support his his wife and his daughters and amazing outpouring of support that occurred from everyone in East Central Illinois for these officers. And, um, you know, Greg, I just want to tell you, i tell you, you know, people everywhere that the week before this happened, the week before Chris Obervine was killed, and my friend Jeff Creel was uh, shot three times uh, and has survived, um, was Law Enforcement Appreciation Week. And, um, you know what, Greg, that wasn't in any national news story. It wasn't on the uh, CBS Morning News. Um, it wasn't anywhere, and and yet these brave men and women go out every day to protect us. And this entire country needs to get its head straight. And frankly, this was the charge that came to me and everyone at the funeral from um, Chris Overheim's wife Amber, his widow. That the time for lionizing um, and victimizing. Felons uh, is over. Well, and on that note, Senator, uh, I do want to air a few moments here from the uh, Illinois House floor uh, on the 21st of this month, uh, just days after the uh, 
The life of uh, Chris Oberheim was lost, uh, and your friend Jeffrey Creel also got shot. Uh, and here's uh, uh, just a, a couple of uh, lawmakers that spoke to this. You'll hear State Representative Dan Calkins, State Representative Mike Marin, and then that'll be followed up by State Representative Carol Ammons. The family uh, is grieving, obviously. Uh, it's a tremendous loss to our community, uh, tremendous loss uh, to the city of Champaign Police Department, Decatur Police Department. And I would just ask the body to please keep the community of Champaign-Urbana in your thoughts and prayers as we go through this rough time. It is a wonderful, wonderful community. Gun violence has plagued our community for far too long. And this morning, we are standing in recognition of the loss of life of Officer Chris Overheim. But we also have to call to the family who also lost a young man in this incident. Darian Lafayette, I don't know what happened and what led to this incident, but I know that gun violence is plaguing our communities across the state, and we have to do more to address the overproliferation of guns in our communities, as well as to build better relationships between the police and the community. So today, all of our families grieve. Champagne grieves. The state of Illinois grieves. This nation is actually grieving. Senator, you uh, you, you take umbrage with some of her statements there. Um, your reaction? Um, I've seen many, many uh, moments of silence, uh, memorial death resolutions in, in the General Assembly. Greg, I've never one time, not once, uh, during a death resolution for a fallen hero, seen someone else get up and memorialize a different person and I've never, I sure as heck have never seen anyone memorialize the killer, the murderer of the person whose death resolution the General Assembly was considering. It, Representative Ammons needs to apologize to his family, to Chris Oberheim's family, uh, to memorialize what happened. Uh, <laughs> they were there to support that, that moment in the Illinois House of Representatives was to support Chris Oberheim and the, and the sacrifice that he made saving his citizens, uh, the citizens of Champaign. And let me talk about that. The person who murdered Chris was a multiple convicted domestic batterer, felony com- domestic batterer, felony drugs, okay? He, he has a gun, which he's not entitled to because he is a felon, okay? Obviously yeah, he no didn't, FOID he card. Didn't, he didn't have a FOID card, correct? Yeah, obviously no FOID card, but he's not entitled to have a gun anyway because of the felony convictions. All right. And here they were, Jeff Creel and Chris Oberheim responding to yet another domestic battery. And by the way, might I say that the that the charges in the ones that the original ones were strangled, domestic battery strangulations. And one of them was with a child. Okay, Mm -hmm. And here are these two men, brave men and women walking out there to protect someone else because they got a 911 call that he was at it again. And Representative Ammons has the unmitigated temerity and gall to stand up during Chris Oberheim's memorial and mention his murderer. The facts are they were killed. Chris Oberheim was killed and my friend was almost killed. They, the facts are they did absolutely nothing wrong other than, other than show up for work that day. They did their job right to protect us. 
Yeah, the the video the video shows them walking up to the vehicle uh, from behind, and the doors open, and you see uh, the suspect reaching for something, uh, and they the officers repeatedly tell him to, you know, uh, show them their hands, show them their hands, and and then you just you hear the gunshots ring out. Uh, it's 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 a hard video to watch. Uh, it's a, it's difficult audio to listen to. Uh, and it's something I think uh, the, the community uh, all across the state uh, recognizing Chris Oberheim for uh, the the work he's did because he was a, a longtime veteran of the of the police force. Um, Senator Chapin Rose joining us here on the WMAY morning news feed. Uh, so, again, thoughts with uh, the community in your area uh, and also with uh, uh, Oberheim's family and uh, Jeffrey Creel's family as well as he. Uh, recovers. Uh, Senator, I, I'm not going to keep you too much longer here, but uh, definitely wanted to just touch base briefly on uh, what's going to happen in the next three or four days at the Illinois State House. Of course, it's the final days of session. You guys held a press conference yesterday about uh, the budget. What do you anticipate happening here, uh, especially from yeah. a minority <clears throat> Republican perspective? Yeah, well, the, the Democrats have, you know, basically $16 billion they didn't anticipate getting because. Uh, the, the state economy is actually much better than anyone expected from COVID. And then, of course, President Biden comes along with the Biden bucks, uh, which I would remind everybody are federal taxpayer dollars. They're taxpayer dollars. Um, they are, you know, they're, 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 you know they're, they're someone, you and I that, and your listeners that pay taxes every year, uh, we paid that in. But the Democrats have got $16 billion, and yet they claim they're still out of money, that they still need $1.3 billion more. They need more taxes. They need to raise more taxes on small businesses, putting men and women out of business. They're going to cancel a $14 million scholarship program for, uh, for, for uh, high school kids. Um, <laughs> I mean, high school kids in, in disadvantaged neighborhoods that, that you know, aren't getting a good education, they're going to cancel that, that school program. Um, they want to get rid of the Blue Collar Jobs Act, which is, you know, puts men and women in our area to, to work or, or was intended to when Governor Pritzker himself signed it into law before he went backwards on his own word. And, um, you know, another one is they want to get rid of the biodiesel, which supports all the, you know, the production, uh, the produ- uh, production agriculture around Sangamon County. It, it supports the trucking industry. It, it's good for the environment. But it's all because Democrats can't help themselves. They can't stop spending money. And um, before we run out of time, I just want to go back to something. Um, if it wasn't clear before, I unequivocally stand with the men and women in blue, and I want all of your listeners today to please, please, if you see a police officer, tell them thank you. We can't say it enough. Um, and um, the um, uh, the tragedy that occurred in Champaign shouldn't happen in anyone's community. It just shouldn't. And um, we need to change the way uh, we're addressing this. We need to remember that we are all better and should be thankful for um, these men and women that go out there every day to protect us. And um, I will note that, um, um, you know, last summer I watched the same Champaign Police Department get spit on mm. and look where we are today. And um, that's got to change. It's got to change. Well, I'm sure we'll have more conversations about that in the future uh, as well, as we uh, have yet to see any kind of follow up legislation uh, with the uh, massive police regulation bill. From, yeah, uh, we are. From we are hoping that before Monday night at midnight, uh that uh, on the constitutional deadline that we'll see some additional language come forward on that. I talked to some people last night that were part of those negotiations, and it doesn't appear that it's going very well, but uh, it needs to. 
Um, there are other issues, as you know. We got the budget. We've got uh, redistricting maps. The Democrats filed yet another uh, 2.0 map uh, late last night um, after everybody had left. Um, the um, you've got an energy issues. You've got all kinds of bills, and you've got four days to do it. So as <laughs> as you know, and your listeners know, <laughs> when it comes to the last day of session late at night, watch your wallet, everybody. Oh boy. All right, well, Senator, thank you so much for taking time and uh, touching on these uh, these tough issues. Uh, and, uh, Thanks, best, Greg. And yes, best thoughts to you and in, in your community. Appreciate it. And everybody, thank your police officers today.